0: Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. This episode is brought to you by my course, Rest Assured. If you've been struggling with falling asleep, or staying asleep, or just not waking up feeling well rested, you've come to the right place. Cognitive Behavioral Therapy for Insomnia, or CBTI, is the gold standard intervention in the management of insomnia. Rest Assured is a digital course that walks you through CBTI, step by step, with everything you need to succeed. Each of the six weekly modules guides you through some important background information for the different techniques, explores the evidence-based techniques in detail, provides multiple examples of exercises so you can find the one that works for you, and reviews the work you've completed since the last module. And rest assured, it's just not another DIY left to your own devices, but rather, you get direct access to me, a board-certified sleep physician in twice-monthly office hours where you can ask me face-to-face any questions you may have about the course material. So check out www.wellrestedmd.com ra to learn more. That's wellrestedmd.com ra, or just head to the homepage and click on Courses to learn more. Enjoy the episode! Hey there, friends and neighbors. You're listening to the Well-Rested Podcast, episode number 43, CBTI. I'm your host, Dr. Joshua Lennon. What's the best way to improve and resolve insomnia? Last week, I provided an overview for the treatment approach known as Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, or CBT. In this week's episode, I'll review some of the data on how effective a tailored version of CBT can be in the management of insomnia, known as CBT-I. In episode 42, I discussed the general framework for Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, the gold standard intervention for many of life's challenges. Recall this simple representation of the Cognitive Triangle the three points being emotions, thoughts, and action. Furthermore, that there are arrows between each of these indicating that they all influence one another. Actions affect and are affected by thoughts and emotions. Thoughts affect and are affected by actions and emotions. And emotions affect and are affected by thoughts and actions. CBT works to address each of these points to improve emotional regulation, to address dysfunctional thoughts, and to abandon maladaptive behaviors in favor of adaptive ones. Now, one of the core areas of coping skills to develop in addition to exercise and nutrition, etc., is the emphasis of quality sleep. For many, that's adding insult to injury. If sleep is one of your struggles, then being told to be a better sleeper in order to improve this other main concern in your life can make you feel even more defeated. Thankfully, the essence of CBT has been adapted specifically for the struggle of insomnia formulated in what is called CBTI, for Cognitive Behavioral Therapy for Insomnia. And just like CBT for other conditions like anxiety or mood disorders, CBT for insomnia is the gold standard in the management of this sleep difficulty. Both the 2016 guidelines from the American College of Physicians, and once again in the 2021 version of the guidelines from the American Academy of Sleep Medicine, fully recommend multi-component CBTI for the treatment of insomnia with the AASM giving conditional endorsements for using the individual components of CBTI in isolation for the management of chronic insomnia. Why would these leading institutions make recommendations for CBTI? Well, let's take a look at some of the data to support these recommendations. A meta-analysis published in 2015 looked at 20 different studies from all over the world, including North America, Europe, Asia, and in Australia. They compared CBT for insomnia to several other conditions, including a wait list, a control in the form of placebo tablets, a control in the form of a behavioral placebo, sleep hygiene by itself, and also this notion of usual care. And across these 20 studies performed all over the world in all different kinds of populations, they found that CBTI, no matter what the comparison was, works very well in the treatment of insomnia. Overall, they found that CBT for insomnia improves the time it takes to fall asleep, called the sleep onset latency, by about 19 minutes. Furthermore, CBT for insomnia decreases the amount of wake time spent in the middle of the night by about 26 minutes. Unsurprisingly, this results in an increase in the total sleep time, as well as the sleep efficiency, by about 10%. And that's not all. A 2016 meta-analysis looked at several other studies as well. In one portion of the analysis, they looked at whether CBT for insomnia was more likely to result in someone being completely cured of their insomnia, known as remission. When looking at studies that compare one-on-one or individually performed CBT for insomnia versus a placebo or a sham, they found that overall, CBT for insomnia is about 3.24 times more likely to result in someone being completely cured of their insomnia versus the control condition. When that control condition is a wait list or really no treatment instead of the placebo effect, they found that the improvement is about 4.6 times more likely to result in complete remission. If CBTI is performed just over the telephone with no individual in person one on one visits, they found that versus a wait list, that CBTI is about twice as likely to end in remission of the insomnia. In digital CBTI or CBTI performed over the internet versus a placebo, results in about nearly three times higher likelihood of resulting in complete remission of insomnia. They also looked at whether CBT for insomnia would result in any kind of response, which they define as a significant drop in the severity of the insomnia, even if it's not completely resolved. And no surprise, when CBTI performed individually one-on-one versus a waitlist, CBTI is about six times more likely to result in a clinically significant response in the reduction of insomnia severity. Even when CBT-I is performed digitally over the internet, it's still about 2.1 times more likely to result in a clinically significant response, a significant reduction in the severity of insomnia compared to a placebo or sham control. Next in the meta-analysis, they looked at whether CBT for insomnia had a significant effect on the insomnia severity index, or the ISI, which is a questionnaire form to evaluate the severity level of insomnia. Questions include whether somebody has difficulty falling asleep, staying asleep, or waking up early on a scale of 0 for none to 4 for very severe. Additionally, there are questions asking about how satisfied or dissatisfied somebody is with their sleep, whether they think it's noticeable to other people in their life, whether they are worried or feeling distress about their sleep problem, and to what extent this sleep difficulty interferes with their level of functioning. The questionnaire is scored on a scale of zero to 28, with a score of eight or higher indicating insomnia, including 15 or higher indicating moderate or severe insomnia. And what they found, basically, no matter how the CBTI was performed, whether individually one-on-one or in a group, or over the telephone, or via self-help, or with a digital platform over the internet, and no matter what the comparison is, like a waitlist or a, a placebo or a sham group, they found that compared to the placebo group, that any form of CBTI is likely to result in an additional drop in their severity by nearly 5 points. And that can easily be the difference between moderate insomnia and mild insomnia, or clinically significant insomnia and no insomnia at all. Next, the researchers looked at how CBTI performs on something called the Pittsburgh Sleep Quality Index, another scale of questionnaire evaluating the quality of somebody's sleep. And again, no matter how CBTI is delivered, compared to the control group or placebo or a wait list, that CBT for insomnia is likely to result, on average, in an additional two-point improvement in somebody's sleep quality. A 2019 study looking at the performance of digitally delivered CBT for insomnia found that it resulted in significant improvements in health, quality of life, and psychological well-being. specifically. After just eight weeks of digitally delivered CBTI, they found that subjects were 76% more likely to report an improvement in their functional health quality. And this is compared to a control known as sleep hygiene education. Furthermore, by 24 weeks, they were nearly three times as likely to indicate improvements in their psychological well-being. A 2020 study of 145 individuals with untreated obstructive sleep apnea with comorbid insomnia found that cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia does not result in any significant change in the individual's excessive daytime sleepiness. In a population that already suffers from excessive daytime sleepiness, that the treatment with CBTI does not result in any worsening of their daytime function or sleepiness. And on top of that, their insomnia was significantly improved. A 2018 pooled analysis of four different randomized controlled trials looking at sleep quality in women with hot flashes, including insomnia, found that CBTI was the most effective intervention. The comparisons in the trial were multiple, including medications like escitalopram, which is an antidepressant, yoga, aerobic exercises, omega-3 fatty acid supplementation, hormonal therapy with estradiol, medicine called venlafaxine, which is an SNRI, a common treatment for anxiety and depression, and CBT for insomnia. And they found that compared to all these different other interventions, that CBT for insomnia resulted in at least a doubling of the improvement in insomnia severity. A 2020 study looked at how digitally delivered CBT for insomnia through an app affects non-insomnia conditions, specifically depression. And they found that one year after the completion of a six-week course of CBTI, that 56% of people were in complete remission of their major depression. Furthermore, The incidence of new-onset depression one year later was half as much as the control group. Older adults with depression also benefit significantly from CBT for insomnia, which again has no specific recommendations for depression. is really only addressing the individual's sleep. In a study of older adults with depression in the community, group-delivered CBT for insomnia was significantly effective, with 45% of these individuals that had been previously institutionalized for depression including 20% of them with a history of suicide attempts, that by addressing their sleep alone with nothing about their mood made a huge difference in their depression as well as their insomnia. 74% of them had complete remission of their insomnia, and 83% had complete remission of depression, an even greater impact on depression than their insomnia. That's in addition to significant improvements in sleep-onset latency the time they spent awake after they fell asleep, their total amount of sleep time, their sleep efficiency, and their quality of sleep. A 2020 study looked at CBTI delivered in an online platform for individuals with comorbid asthma. And just like every other population, they found that insomnia severity improved dramatically, with an improvement in their insomnia severity index by about 6 points. Furthermore, with this intervention that has nothing to do with asthma and only about their sleep, they saw large effect sizes in asthma control, as well as asthma-related quality of life, just from improving their insomnia. Another 2020 study looked at the use of digitally delivered internet protocol CBT for insomnia for teenagers and adults under the age of 25 who are survivors of cancer. And just like every other population, they found that the insomnia severity was dramatically improved, improvement in daytime sleepiness, fatigue, and quality of life. A study published just a couple months ago looked at a population of older adults with arthritis who were also suffering with insomnia. And they compared cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia delivered only via telephone versus education about sleep and arthritis also delivered via telephone. The treatment involved six calls of about 20 to 30 minutes each. And what they found was that the insomnia severity dramatically improved by about eight points. In at two months, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy for Insomnia Improved Their Arthritic Pain At 12 months, again with no ongoing intervention after those 6 sessions, 56% of the older adults were still in complete remission of their insomnia, with more than 8 out of 10 individuals showing a greater than 30% drop in their insomnia severity. That's 5 times more likely to show that level of improvement compared to the control group, and this is delivered only via telephone, nothing really in person and this is no surprise with several studies showing that no matter how CBT for insomnia is delivered that it tends to work. For instance, one 2020 randomized controlled trial compared CBT for insomnia delivered traditionally in person individually one-on-one versus CBT for insomnia delivered with telemedicine. And what they found is that there was no significant difference in the improvement in insomnia between the two treatment formats. So whether it's in person one-on-one, in person in a group, Via audiovisual telemedicine, via just the telephone alone, using an app or an online portal, or a self-help book, in no matter what population you're looking at, old, young, sick, healthy, pregnant, menopausal, cancer, arthritis, asthma, or sleep apnea, cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia significantly improves the condition. The most likely intervention to result in complete remission of insomnia and the most likely intervention to result in a dramatic improvement in the symptoms, not to mention improvement in the daytime, quality of life, and function. So to summarize, these ideas we've been talking about for the last nine months, these non-drug interventions for sleep, make a huge difference. They are highly effective. In episode 42, we talked about cognitive behavioral therapy more generally as a framework for approaching some challenges to our psychological well-being. This same type of approach is also helpful when it comes to sleep. CBTI, or cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia, has earned the right to be the top recommended treatment for insomnia, including by the American College of Physicians and the American Academy of Sleep Medicine. And not due to any wishful thinking, but precisely due to the demonstrable benefit. Science and evidence based medicine support CBTI as the top dog for insomnia treatment. Today, we review data from several meta analyses looking at dozens of studies, thousands of patients from all over the world. CBTI Shortens the time to fall asleep. Reduces the time spent awake in the middle of the night. Improves total amount of sleep. Improves sleep efficiency. Improves quality of life. In short, the best way to improve insomnia by several factors over comparisons is with CBTI. And the best way to achieve full remission of insomnia is with CBTI. And it doesn't matter if it's delivered one-on-one, in a group, using audio-visual telecommunications, just over the phone, in a guided app or online portal of self-help from a book. I've got a little handout for you, so if you head over to wellrestedmd.com slash day, you can get a free cheat sheet to a day in the life of the well-rested, including some specific best practices to get that good snooze. That's wellrestedmd.com slash day. Be sure to hit subscribe in you're favorite podcast player to get all the latest episodes. Leave us a review. And head over to wellrestedmd.com for more information. Thanks for listening.